Hey there, welcome to episode three of the Job Lady Podcast, where we're diving deep into the trades, uncovering gold collar opportunities for job seekers like you. In this episode, join us as Dr. Lindsay Almquist, president of Craftsman Center, dismantles misconceptions about blue collar jobs. Discover how this nonprofit trade school is revolutionizing the future of trades with their innovative apprenticeship program, offering hands-on learning in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC. Whether you're a high school student or an adult seeking a career shift, this episode is packed with insights on growth, teamwork, and the vital role trades play in our society. Tune in now to explore worlds of rewarding career paths that are shaping the very infrastructure of our country. In today's episode, we delve into the world of the trades, a sector brimming with high-wage and demand job opportunities that are reshaping our understanding of successful career paths. Our special guest, Dr. Lindsay Almquist, is president of the Craftsman Center. She'll shed light on the myriad of opportunities available in the trades. From plumbing to electrical work in HVAC systems, these aren't just jobs. They're careers that build nations and communities. These are the gold-collar professions that form the backbone of our society, offering stability, growth, and fulfillment. What makes these opportunities even more appealing is the innovative apprenticeship model. This model serves as a bridge to these high-demand careers, allowing individuals to learn, earn, and grow simultaneously. Unlike the conventional route of accumulating student debt, apprenticeships offer a hands-on learning experience coupled with the opportunity to earn a living wage. This practical approach not only equips individuals with the necessary skills, but also embeds them in a network of professionals, enhancing their career prospects significantly. Apprenticeships are not just about learning a trade. They're about mastering a craft without the burden of financial strain. They're a pathway to the future where skill, hard work, and dedication are the primary investments in one's career. So if you're considering a career change or you're just at the start of your professional journey, I'm so glad you're here today. Let's talk to Dr. Almquist and learn how the trades can offer you a robust, debt-free path to success. All right, Dr. Almquist, thank you so much for being with us today. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us about your role with the Craftsman Center and how you guys are able to help both students and adults alike. Hi, I'm Lindsay Almquist, Dr. Almquist, and I'm the proud president of Craftsman Center. I served in public education for 15 years, and in 2023, I was honored to be recruited to start a trade school, a nonprofit trade school. And so uh, Craftsman Center is a nonprofit trade school that supports pre-apprentice tracks in the high school, uh, CTE, uh, with plumbing currently, and then electrical and HVAC eventually, and then apprentice programs. We have Department of Labor approved apprentice programs currently in plumbing for adults, and uh, our hope is electrical and HVAC as well soon. Awesome. Thank you so much. So you mentioned a few different trades. I think I heard HVAC. I've heard plumbing. Can you share an overview of what the trades encompasses? We hear this term thrown around a lot, but what exactly are we talking about when we say the trades? That's a great question. So one of the things that I always think about is it's what prevents us from being a third world country. And when you think about that without heating, electrical and plumbing, that's predominantly the countries that are third world. And so you think about um, many people view the trades as blue collar. Uh, I view it as gold collar because without them, you wouldn't have the home that you live in, the house that you go to, you know, go home every night to your schools. Um, 
Medvac, uh, that's with your Medgas, that's your um, hospitals for plumbing. It's really important that we see this as a different perspective than maybe what one has seen it before. So when you think of trades, you think of the individuals and the people that are working to make sure that you have what unfortunately some countries don't. And those are third world countries that don't have electrical HVAC and plumbing. And we've also won wars with plumbing. Uh, I don't know if you know the historical context of that, but it's extremely important to know that without plumbing, the safety and health of our individuals here in the United States would be unprotected. And so um, I always think of trades in that way. I also think of trades in gold collar. In 1986, there was a book writ written about this. And it's interesting because I've read it recently. And there's just so much context to being able to say it's not... Um, blue collar negative it's gold collar uplift uh, without them we would not be able to work and build the new silicon valley is what they're calling austin right uh, without the individuals that are working on large equipment like my husband's a diesel service uh, mechanic and you know he's been doing that for 16 years and without him you would not have all these big machines to be able to do the things that you need or to work in the mines um so i think it's just really important to see that in a different view and then to know trades is really about um really serving our people without the things that we are enjoying every day or without them, we would not enjoy those things. I love that. I love the gold collar phrase. That's really great. So you, you kind of hit on what some common misconceptions are about careers in the trades. I know that when you and I were in high school and in college, it was definitely a college for all push. So that's what, what people were looking for. Guidance counselors, parents were like, hey, you've got to go to college to do the thing. You guys are a nonprofit trade school. I know that that encompasses an apprenticeship program. So can you kind of talk to us about what a post-secondary path might look like without the traditional four-year university that could lead you to one of these gold-collar opportunities? Yeah, so the, the biggest thing here is we believe in on-the-job training. That's what an apprenticeship is set up in in regards to this post-secondary experience. So with a four-year or two-year, even if you went to a traditional trade school, you're going to come into a two-year track, for example, and get their associates. And they may have some NCCER certificates. Um, one thing that we really pride ourselves in is really having that on the job aspect and that's through the DOL apprenticeship and so we do the hours in class one night a week where you're actually going through DOL approved apprenticeship curriculum for the plumbing that's a PHCC curriculum uh, but then on the job training and so when someone's coming out of high school for example I just spoke to a student that's interested um, on Monday and he's about to graduate you would get with a company and that company would be a partner with Craftsman Center. So, for example, if uh, Amanda, if you had a plumbing company, I would come to you and say, I, I want, I saw that you have a job. I really wanted to do an apprentice program. We are an education service provider on the EPLT list of Texas, and we are a nonprofit. So we try really hard to make sure the individual doesn't pay. That comes through partnerships with those companies as well as Workforce Solutions is a huge um, supporter of apprenticeships with the Department of um, Texas Workforce Commission. And so those that partnership for the on-the-job training, which is them in their year one apprentice level for plumbing, and then the classroom, then four years later, and that sounds like a long time, but it's because of the hours to become a journeyman. One and use their education and their on-the-job training and go take their journeyman test. The neat thing about this is two, it's twofold. It's changing the trajectory of the idea of you don't just have to go learn the skill. You can be 
in the in the classroom on a hands-on level, not just in the Tuesday night class that we have, but with your journeyman or your master plumber that you work under. And that that's really the biggest piece of this kind of triad is it's a support between the partner, our school, and that on the job and in class training. And I think that's so important for our students. And when I say students at me, I'm talking about adult, right? Um, and I'm talking about anybody that's interested in the trades. When you're talking about this apprenticeship opportunity, I heard you say, hey, I can go and get a job with this company and I can learn at the same time. So is this an earn and learn model where they're taking home an actual paycheck while they're going to school? Absolutely. As an apprentice, yes. And even if you're a pre-apprentice, even if, uh, for example, someone became um, involved in a company, let's just say plumbing company, and they did not have their apprentice license there or things that a pre-apprentice and some companies hire them and some don't. It's very actually pretty simple to get your apprentice license. Um, you go on the Texas Board of Plumbing. This is just for plumbing track uh, for this example, but um, you have to do your fingerprints. You have to submit your application and then you'll get your, once you get your fingerprints submitted and everything goes clear, then they'll send you your apprentice proof. So that's when you can work under a journeyman or a master and do that on the job training. And so that's, as you shared this at the same time that you would be in class. So what skills or qualities would make somebody a good fit for a career in the trades or an apprenticeship program? Someone that doesn't like to be in the office. Um, I, I know it's like my husband and I have had this conversation because I, I don't mind being in the office, but I'm also a people person. He is not an office guy, never was. And so uh, I remember when we first met and he, he'd been in his company for a while and went to trade school. Um, but he, he's just an outdoors person. Um, we have females and males that are in the business that love working outside. Now, for example, with electricians and with plumbers, there's all different types. So just like in education, there's different avenues to serve in. It's the same. So in like, for example, plumbing, you have service plumbers, you have commercial plumbers, you have residential plumbers. So the, the neat thing is if you do like to be outdoors or you do like to serve in the trades, um, you have like caveats that you can kind of serve in. So if you really like this idea that people call and need help and there's the service. If you really like underground and really getting into the underground of, let's just say, one of the high rises downtown, right, off Congress, that would be commercial plumbing. And those are underground. And then you would do top outs. That's the top. That's what you and I would see when we walk in that building. So the neat thing about that is even within each one, there's different things that lots of people like. And then within the residential, if you like going into homes and serving kind of a more familial way, uh, that's something to kind of consider because I don't think in like our grand scheme of life, we really know that there's caveats within the trades, but there really is. Uh, electricians, like the commercial electrician versus a house electrician, while there's a lot of similarities, there's some people that just like it different because they like you know, doing the big high rises or they like doing the homes and the family type view and model. So uh, I think it's important to know if you, if you like being out and about because it's not an behind the, you know, in a seat behind a screen type job. Uh, but there is lots of aspects where you have to know, you know, how to use your phone or your device to be able to enter different types of things. So lots of tracking goes on in the construction world. For example, you can't just go to a house and or commercial um, location and just serve. You have to document it, right? It has to be, um, there has to be legal permits done. There, there's lots of admin type roles 
that you would have to do within your job. So I think that's really important because even apprentices have to get on their phone or get on a device and have to do the admin side of their work. Uh, but predominantly it's out and about. And that's something that if you're not an out and about type person where you're, you like to kind of go somewhere and focus on something and you'd like to use your hands, and that may not be the thing, but if you really like getting kind of uh, and seeing the fruition, getting dirty and kind of seeing the fruition. And I always say that, like when you see these buildings, that's because of masons, that's because of plumbers, that's because of electricians, right? And that's really neat to be able to walk away and be proud of that. If that's something you like, that's, this is kind of the, the caveat for you. Awesome. Thank you. So what advice would you give someone who is either a high school student, maybe looking toward going to a trade center or even an adult that's looking to upskill or change their career? We actually have um, several that this is their second career and or second thing. And so what I would say is, what are your strengths? Are your strengths that you're a problem solver? Uh, that's huge because every Every piece of this is problem solving, right? Whether it's that you're doing a new build and you're doing the electrical work in the new build, uh, and that could be a house or a commercial building, or if that's a house that's you're fixing, right? And you're remodeling. Um, it's really important that you see problems as things that we can solve versus frustrations, right? Because you are the problem solver. You're having to put certain things in certain ways. Um, that's important. I think the communication piece, uh, it's so important. Uh, a lot of companies, they use Teams or Google uh, Chat or Zoom, whatever it is, right? Maybe they use WhatsApp app. I, I don't know what their communication system is, but you do have to be communicable. And that's extremely important because if you're out of a job and you're busy and you know, you're working, but then as soon as you can, you respond because that's the communication back to the company, right? And that's extremely important. So being able to have conversations and, and co have clear communication is really important. Um, I think the other thing too is just being a good team member. You know, whether you're an apprentice, whether you're a journeyman, a master, if you're a project lead, uh, we have quality control managers or leaders, excuse me, which are like superintendents on a job. Uh, we have uh, project managers, we're over projects. We have uh, estimators. I'm just thinking about like all the things that one would have in a construction. Um, you have your execs, your exec team. So you have lots of different roles in construction. Um, but with the trades specifically, when we are saying this in the Craftsman Center, we're talking about specifically like being able to get your journeyman and your master. And of course, we would want you to get a responsible master so you could own your own business. And to be able to do that, you really got to see the vision and be an integrator at the same time. Uh, because you need all the parts uh, to be successful, whether it's in the job that you're working on, you need the tools or whether it's running a company and you want to do that eventually on your own. So you mentioned the, the different levels. Um, you mentioned apprenticeship, journeyman and then master, but you also mentioned some other career avenues and opportunities within construction. What is the likelihood or do you see it happen often where somebody maybe starts as an apprenticeship in plumbing, they go through journeyman and then they go like, you know, I really like the management aspect. I really like the logistics aspect. I think I'm going to try out being a project manager. Do you see those shifts happen once somebody is in the field? This happened actually just in two different roles, the estimator role. So a journeyman moved to an estimator and then um, another role would be the project that we have a there's a project manager that actually he owned his own business before. So he's a plumber himself. 
So um, he's a master plumber. So um, the neat thing about Craftsman Center is I was brought on from Copra, which is a company that is a commercial plumbing company. So I've learned a lot about the trades because I'm their chief culture officer. The reason I say that here is because I've got to see these tracks kind of unfold. And I call it, I was thinking of it like a pearl, right? Like, you know, you think of yourself like, you know, you're kind of in this shell that's not really pretty and then look what's come about you whether you're growing within your own role or you're growing within the organization and so the project manager with the background of owning a business and he was a plumber before it's really attributed to the work with the journeyman that's an estimator it's a whole new role but there is pathways within the companies um uh, we were with Haskell uh, recently, which is a large construction company all over the world. And um, we were in Dallas uh, visiting them and we kind of had the same conversation and they do that same thing. They have leadership development courses. Uh, Copra does that too. We call it Copra Academy. So even within organizations, there's this idea and growth mechanism, right? Like we want to, to see you enhanced and leveled up in the role that you are in. Now within Craftsman Center, the neat thing is we also build in leadership development and want people to know how to run businesses. So that's really neat that like you're going to come in and you're going to be an apprentice and you're, you know, you're going to be able to get your journeyman. Great. But we also want you to have these other skills. We want you to be networked. Uh, we think that's really important that you know the vendors that you can call, right? Because in schools, that was something that was really prominent for me. Like I was networked and I was able to to support people. And that's important to me that we do these for this, this entity and this organization. It's really interesting thinking of the other apprenticeship programs that I'm familiar with. It's kind of like an apprenticeship plus. It's not just that you're learning what Department of Labor says you need to learn as an apprentice. It's also here's here's the additional pieces. So kind of in that vein, what um, what other support and resources does the Craftsman Center provide for individuals that are going through their programs? The partnership within the company and Craftsman Center, that's really important. Uh, there's lots of communication, right? So if an individual, for example, an individual was going through some medical concerns and the company contacted me and like we we had a conversation, right, to support that person. Uh, because really, at the end of the day, we're about people. Um, and I think that's really important that people know that we care and love about them. We love them as human beings um, and we want them to be okay. Uh, we also believe that it's really important to make sure that um, they are giving those um, opportunities to implement what they're learning in class in the field. So we go sometimes and, and observe them in the field. And like I have pictures and, and moments that I've had with them that I've been able to see kind of the fruition take place. And this has just been the last six months to be very transparent. I mean, this just started. So this is our first um, experience in terms of this model, uh, but it's worked really well. And it, it kind of leads me, Amanda, to our mission at Craftsman Center is to empower pathways and partnerships uh, that transform lives and grow communities. And that our vision at Craftsman Center is to aspire, uh, we aspire to lead a thriving community of partners uh, who create economic success for all through technology-based trade education. And when we say that, we're talking about honoring uh, the technology that originally started when the trade started. Uh, for example, uh, there was clay pipes used all the way to technology that we don't even know that exists. And we want our kids to uh, and our students to have that opportunity to learn. 
And our core values is we believe in excellence, we're faith-based, we're integrity-based, and we're innovative. Um, And that's something that's really important when we're talking about kind of what sets us apart. And you mentioned like an Apprentice Plus program. Um, That's really, I feel one of the things that sets us apart is the nonprofit piece is really different. And then also the idea that we serve partners and that we're really working together to serve a gap that's existed for a long time. There's not enough people in the trades. That's awesome. I I love that you bring up that there just aren't enough people. One of the things that I always try to to help people understand is that when you're looking for your career, when you're looking for what opportunities you want to pursue, it's not just about what you love. That is a piece of it. But it's also about where there's a need and where you'll find lots of lots of job opportunities. And plumbing and other trades areas are huge right now. We we can't hire enough people, especially in the Central Texas area. Um, so I really appreciate you bringing that piece up. So, Lindsay, are there any final words of wisdom that you have for anyone considering a career in the trades? I think it's really important for you to see it in the gold collar concept because Right now, for the predominant amount of time, people are on devices, behind screens, and playing games, right? And the reality of that is if that's what makes you jive, great, right? There's a huge piece of that. But there's also these same companies that are creating that, such as Samsung, like for example, here in the Austin area, that need plumbers, that we are servicing um literally the future of Texas, right? Because we are the new Silicon Valley when we talk about Central Texas. And as a woman in the trade now, I think it's important for us to see the diversity in the trade. There are some strong, amazing women and amazing gentlemen that can literally one day in 10, 20 years look back and say, I helped build this. And the reality is that's that's happening. Um, Samsung has come and Tesla is here. And we have opportunities to make this area the best Silicon Valley that we can make it because it's not going away. And I think it's really neat for individuals to come out. And if you're introverted, just know you, you know, yeah, you can still do this job. If you're extroverted, you can do this job. Um, And you, like you said, it's really making sure that the need that you see that needs to be met, like you could fill it. And we would be honored to have you. Uh, We believe that this process and this program is really about um, serving the need of the United States and the great state of Texas. Uh, But it's also really about meeting the needs of our students. And we eventually will have a building. We don't currently right now. So we do house our classes out of um, different either companies and or the school districts uh, for our pre-apprentice. Um, And we're looking at solving some concerns with affordable housing within that and within daycare needs. Um, So we have some big dreams. But right now, the reality is that we need plumbers in the field and we need apprentices in the field. And we're ready to meet that need Uh, for electricians. This year, we're we're implementing that most likely by the end of this year. And then um, plumbing already and eventually HVAC. That was excellent. Thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate um, visiting with you. You too. Have a great day, Amanda. As we wrap up this episode, let's consolidate what we've learned about apprenticeships and trades and how you can take the first step towards a rewarding career in this sector. First, apprenticeships in the trades are a fantastic gateway to secure well-paying jobs. They offer practical, hands-on experience and the chance to earn while you learn, sidestepping the often daunting debt that comes along with traditional college routes. 
Dr. Lindsay Almquist from the Craftsman Center illuminated the path for us, highlighting the immense potential and growth available in fields like plumbing, electrical work, and HVAC. For those of you eager to embark on this journey, here's how you can get started. First, research. Begin by researching potential apprenticeships in your area of interest. Websites like apprenticeship.gov are an excellent starting point. This provides a wealth of information on available apprenticeship programs across various trades. Second, prepare your application. Most apprenticeship programs will require an application. This usually includes a resume detailing any relevant experience or skills, even if they're not directly trade-related. Skills like problem-solving, team collaboration, and effective communication are universally appreciated. If you're just out of high school or have limited work experience, focus on your educational achievement, volunteer work, or any hands-on projects you've undertaken. Third, meet the requirements. Ensure you meet the basic requirements for the apprenticeship that you're interested in. This may include a high school diploma or an equivalency certificate, and sometimes specific age requirements. For trades like electrical work or plumbing, there might be additional prerequisites, such as a certain level of physical fitness or a valid driver's license. Fourth, network and inquire. Don't hesitate to reach out to local tradespeople or companies in your field of interest. Networking can provide valuable insights and may even lead to direct apprenticeship opportunities. Also, visit local trade schools or community colleges that offer pre-apprenticeship programs. They're often connected with businesses seeking apprentices. And finally, stay persistent and curious. The path to securing an apprenticeship can be very competitive. Stay persistent, keep learning about your chosen trade, and don't get discouraged if you don't get an opportunity right away. Your enthusiasm and dedication will eventually pay off. Remember, an apprenticeship is more than just a job. It's a career path that offers lifelong learning, growth, and the satisfaction of mastering a craft that is essential to society's functioning. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Job Lady. We hope that it's illuminated the path towards a fulfilling career in the trades and has inspired you to consider the many opportunities that apprenticeships offer. For more information and resources, check out the show notes or visit our website and stay tuned for more episodes where we explore the diverse world and job opportunities waiting for you. Until next time, keep learning, keep growing, and remember, your perfect job might be just an apprenticeship away. Theme music is Finding Freedom by Paula. Visit the Job Ladies website to find out how you can enhance your career.